0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Technic Podcast. I'm John Martin, and I'm Dean Reverman. And hey, we probably should introduce our guests since they're what? sitting here. If we got you're watching on the video
1: in the studio. Live on hand That's here. right. We've
0: got Mike Statura from LG. We've got Aaron Addison from LG. Wave to the cameras, guys. How's it going, guys? Well, uh, <laughs> I have a lot more here to say in a little bit, but I hate when we have folks in the studio sitting and, there awkwardly. Yeah, if we yes. can't do our usual, just you and me when they're yeah. sitting there because it just feels That's weird right. at that point. That's right. You know, like, That's right. Like yeah. sit there silently and don't talk. Uh, well, it's
1: today. not that often we get this caliber of guests that's, that's, sitting with us as well. That's quite true. I mean, yes. come on now.
0: That, yeah. is, that is also true. We are ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I don't know why they're slumming it with us today, but they are. <laughs> uh, so this is the, the epic conclusion yes. to our AI trilogy yes. of episodes that we've been running for uh-huh. the last few weeks here. Yeah. So I mentioned we've got our guests here. And now the reason why we're we're doing this, um, an AI theme to this one, is because Mike, who decided he wanted to be on the show again, someone yes. who, who <laughs> willfully campaigned to be on the show and said, hey, I'll come to the studio even and be there on camera with you guys,
1: which is taking it up a notch. Go it is. It yours. really is. Yes. So right.
0: we had a conversation a few weeks ago where he's like, all right, here's all, a lot of the stuff that I would love to talk about. again. Mm. All these brilliant ideas. So it's kind of a hodgepodge of ideas, but one of them is about generative AI. We're going to talk about some of the trends yeah. and some of the, the the predictions that Gartner's has had for it yes. and yep. what that might mean for yeah. the world at large and our channel in particular. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about um, technology improving customer experience and, uh, and, and, and what that might mean. Mm-hmm. He's got some great stories for that. I think Aaron's got some stories there, too. We're going to talk about cybersecurity. Mm. We're kind of all over the place yeah. with, with this one. Now. <laughs> well, you know, it's, hey, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of topics, but I think they are going to be a lot of fun topics just when we riffed about them, you know, in our call. Yeah. I was like but this is it, the this one is where
1: going. we answer all those unanswerable questions. Is that a sure. bold claim? Can I, yeah, I make that claim? I, I, I mean. Absolutely. We're going to s- settle it right. right here. Okay, sure. Anything uh, that has a deal with AI,
2: we got the
0: answer. Oh, for
2: AI. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh cyber. You, you didn't clarify that initially. I was like, Why? what questions are we answering? Like,
2: yeah, gonna... we're, we're solving for all cloud security issues. We're yes. solving for all AI concerns okay. for the future. That's right. And then maybe the winning lottery tickets. I mean, Stamp yeah, let say, are the... we
0: getting into meaning of life stuff here? Because yeah. who knows who where this knows? could go, so. we... Good, good. All right. Uh, all that plus our usual value to the VAR. What's tech connecting with us? It's time to plug in and get connected.
3: Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected.
0: As I mentioned, we have two fantastic guests from LG joining us today. I'll start with Aaron because he's new to the pod. He Mm -hmm. hasn't actually been on before. So Aaron Addison, Strategic Alliance Manager, Maybe tell us a little bit of what that means, and I don't know what's your day-to-day life like at LG. What's
4: my day-to-day life like? <laughs> um, I'm, not, you know, that's just a, a fancy, not a lot of fancy words for uh, uh, a, a, a small role, okay? That, <laughs> that I can play within the ecosystem of LG. That's the best
0: way to do it. Have a small role, but make, just come up with a big name. Yeah, right. And everyone thinks you're important. That's, that's right. right. That's there right.
4: That's right. It's the, it's the. Maybe I'm pulling the joke on them, right? <laughs> um, no. So my job is really to help bridge. LG to um, other OEMs out there with our soft partners, right? So we're a hardware technology manufacturer, really at the core of it. And we need partnerships with Google, Microsoft, Linux partners, uh, security partners, uh, AI partners maybe, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Uh, For us to be effective in the marketplace. And so my job is to kind of uh, forge those relationships, continue to uh, push them forward, and kind of develop new products together uh so that we go to the market properly um and effectively essentially
0: nice yeah. that, that job sounds a little bigger than you you sold it to be yeah it is and then i also <laughs> have
4: uh, all the p&l for the pc business so holy i
3: like to leave that out. Out. holy <laughs> what the <laughs>
2: yeah oh just that yeah, little just all the know, p&l it, for PCs. Yeah, yeah. 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 just that tiny little job nothing, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah nothing, nothing super important. let's not mention yeah. that right now
1: <laughs> and how often do you have to work with mike
4: uh we i mean we've, we we once a week oh that's unfortunate yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wishes it was more. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's what right. that's that's right. I really do. Anyway.
0: <laughs> if it's not once an hour, what's the point? Well, yeah, so, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, then, Mike, since you're uh, back, uh, is this your second or third time on the pod? I
2: think th- first time being here. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. on yeah, the yeah. screen. Sure. Yeah, 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 First time wearing pants. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> How would anybody <laughs> yeah, know yeah, first point? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, third or third. T- I think third time. We're not really that sure here either. And he's
0: the national account manager for LG. Yes. So, is your job as important or more important than Aaron's? I mean, you guys can see, you can have a debate here about who's more way important the
4: more company. important. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <No. laughs> that depends no, so on how we... many PCs you can convince them to bring in house.
2: <laughs> so, wh- so where Aaron does a lot of the or a lot of the evangelizing the relationships with the manufacturer partners. Right, I'm more right. on the distribution side of the house. Okay. So, really, you know, what all technology are we seeing out there? How can we leverage that technology working with distribution to make that technology easier and more available? to VARs, MSPs, and and the reseller community at large. Nice. There you go. go.
0: See, here's what I love about Mike is Mike can turn on the charm and the humor anytime he wants. Yes, that's right. You could laugh. Yeah. But when it it comes down to the brass tacks and it's time for you to actually, you know, pony up to your your job and what you do, you come up with stuff like that where you're just like, yeah, you just rattle off like, no, actually, I can be professional too. (laughs) I didn't know
3: where that was going. If needed. <laughs> yes. If needed. If I needed. rarely pull it out, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was impressed. There was a moment there. I was just like, who is this guy? Who is it? Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so as I mentioned, we've got a kind of a hodgepodge of fun topics we're going to get through today. Yes. Uh, but we'll, we'll, let's do start off because, again, this is the last of our AI trilogy of sorts. Yes. Uh, let's start off with talking about AI and talk about generative AI in particular, which, you know, since the implosion, explosion rather, of, uh, you know, ChatGPT, Mid Journey, all this stuff that, Everybody in their grandmother's company are now saying, like, we can do it with AI. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I made jokes on some of the other pods about, you know, just random places. Someone will say, like, hey, we've got AI now. And really? Why? Yeah. Did, was that needed for you? Uh, so uh, there's a few. You sent me over a list of predictions from Gartner's that I I, I combed through. and there's I want to rattle off a few here. This is I, I'm going to make this as quick as I can because I want us to kind of talk about whichever ones of these really stand out to you. But these are the ones... That really kind of stood out to me. So by 2025, they're predicting 70% of enterprises will identify AI sustainable and ethical use among their top concerns. By the same year, also, the use of synthetic data will reduce the volume of real data needed for machine learning by 70%. Mm. Again, same year, 30% of outbound marketing messages from large organizations will be synthetically generated. That's up from less than 2% in 2022. Uh, moving forward a little bit through 2026, despite all the advancements in AI, the impact on global jobs will be neutral, there will not be a net decrease or increase. By 2030, decisions made by AI agents without human oversight will cause $100 billion in losses <laughs> from asset damage. What? I have a feeling we're going to have comments on that. What? And then finally, by 2033, and this is kind of a in conflict from the last stat of yes. 2026, AI solutions will result in more than a half a billion net new human jobs. Mm. So... Sounds like you, AI wrote this. It kind of does, not it? <laughs> yeah. Whichever one of you wants to tackle this first, which of these stats like really stand out for you?
2: The synthetic email. Yeah? The synthetic email. 30% at. of okay. outbound marketing messages. Yeah. Think about all the emails you get every day. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Yeah. you have just basic static content that someone's putting together, and it's very generic. Mm. With the adoption of AI, you'll be able to do – it'll be so much more targeted, and it'll be more informative – to that individual that's receiving that email. So if you're gonna market to ah. me and say, you know, oh Mike, you're interested in sunglasses right now. Right. Well here's some sunglasses that look pretty on your face. We can tell because we have your picture <laughs> all over the internet and we know what the style of these sunglasses are. Use that AI blend it together and then right, maybe you right. send me an email with my picture with wearing different sunglasses. I don't know, Oakley call me. We can hit that idea. Oh, but maybe um, it's like they're it, not listening. It, <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> and it's mirroring up
1: the you know an image of you at your favorite football game or whatever. So now they're going to give you the Buffalo Bills, yep. uh, Oakleys, Buffalo right? Bills. is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but then, yeah, and then okay. with,
2: from, from a business standpoint as well, you think from take Blue Star if they were to take emails to a var and say here's the top 15 products that you purchased end users also purchased these type of products. So it's not necessarily an attached email, but it's it's creating an environment where you can think differently about what's happening. So as long as it's being used for good and not evil, Right, because <laughs> I don't need more spam, man. Like that was gonna be yeah. my
0: take on a thirty percent more spam. How, yeah, tell that's yeah. even better. Yeah,
2: that yeah. That's the other thing is how can you actually tell like what's being human created versus what's right. not? You if yeah, if you're not looking out for it, it is scary. I mm-hmm. mean, as it
0: is now, let's be honest. If you're not someone who's savvy enough about your email, you probably there's a lot of emails people will see that they go, "Is this real?" Every once in a while, I still get an email that I go, "Is this legit?" Like, and I have to like spend mm-hmm. a little bit of time looking at it and combing it before realizing that it's not. I mean do you think that's just going to get worse like are we gonna, are, are we looking at spam and phishing emails that are just going to get smarter?
3: I hope not. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer he's, that. He's just being honest, like, yep, and like, here, And me?
4: here's my context. Did you have a take, real quick? No, I just make. I just want to make sure there's no Nigerian prince that's going to be coming to me. <laughs> house.
0: Well, see now this time there'll be like an AI generated video of the actual prince talking to you. Now be like, I might invest. Be like, Please, I need help.
4: You know. Like, now I might. Invest. All right, so here's my
1: context. We're all in some kind of fantasy football, baseball league, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, do you get the recaps? Oh, yeah. Like a, what happened that week. That's mm-hmm. all AI. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. but it's pretty contextual, right? And it's it it, yeah. it's humorous. It's got a little bit of, you know, you read through it, It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can I,
0: also tell it's form filled at you
1: times. C- you can't. Yes, you can't. So yeah. for now, I think that you can tell. You know what? If if it's AI generated, yeah. to yeah. me, I think you can. But I think it's going to get a lot more sophisticated, right. a lot more humanistic. I mean, the LLMs just came out to the public, um, right. what three four months ago. Yeah. So in and its, and like it's late trained think, exactly. Yeah. So I you know just it's just a matter of time before that gets even more and more and more. And I think to Mike's point, even more personalized to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, right now I'm seeing generic, what I would call generic recaps of what's happening in my fantasy football league, but soon it'll be like, hey, Dean, you know, not only here's your recap, but here's what you need to do to improve your team, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is kind of what I need. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. all your running backs are trash. You need better <laughs> running backs. Thanks.
0: <laughs> you need to quit playing and start over again next year. Take
1: yeah. the deal Stitcher is giving you. It's, it's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. But will,
4: will it get accurate, right? So... I mean, marketing now that the the humans that are involved with the marketing process. Mm. I mean, some of the stuff that we get, him and I have had side conversations about. Like, I think we should market it this way or that way, right? Because they don't they don't always hit it right. And right. Is, as AI, uh, you know, matures, will it get things more wrong? I don't know. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. that's
3: that's that's something.
0: The only other thing I'm also thinking about too is like what does this mean for like all the freaking political emails and texts you get or whatever? Are those gonna get even more hyper personalized? Like,
4: you know. Oh, oh absolutely. Like,
0: hey John, I see you, you know, went out for coffee this morning. Did you know that XYZ party wants your price of your coffee to go up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like again, I,
0: I I'm like I like the idea that maybe this personalization will help out and will make things better but i do also worry that so the comments
1: here is the volume we feel like the volume of communications is going to increase that's what i'm i'm gathering yeah, and right and that's and not there's even a necessarily what this that. was
0: saying you this was just saying that a, a larger no, no. percentage of yeah the yeah, 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 AI yeah. Generated. yeah 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 mm-hmm. you're right it could mean but i think
1: the percent. reality is as we're experiencing on our marketing team you know mm-hmm. we we are using or at least i use chat gpt kind of leapfrog me in some research and things of that right. nature. Or just help me get the ball rolling around. I got to write an introduction to something, so you know, right, right. write me an introduction, chat. and <laughs> it comes up with whatever two paragraphs. Whereas and then- that
0: used to be my job. Demon <laughs> sends something to me and no, say, no, no, Hey, no, no, can no. you write up a thing for this?
1: And yeah, but you're a busy guy, and I think that gets to the <laughs> point where it, it, saying it's net neutral, we'll get. I guess we'll get to this in a second. That AI will have an effect on, and then it says, Oh, but six years, seven years after that, <laughs> a half billion new net yeah, new what human jobs. What does that mean? So is it
0: suddenly in that seven year gap between? 26 and 33, we're just going to like figure out how AI can produce jobs instead of not doing yeah, anything? Well, let, me, let me give you the or one more it, time. Or is it more that we're going to get past the point where people start cutting jobs Due to AI, and start realizing like, oh no, wait a minute, we actually need those jobs back for something else. Well, so
1: it's given a three-year time horizon that that between now and 2026, net no no net di- difference, no right. no decrease, no Meaning increase. Meaning there
0: might be more added, but we're also cutting But jobs after that,
1: to 33, so then the following seven years, a half billion jobs. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, half a billion's a lot.
0: Gartner's Dude, that's a lot. Yeah,
2: Gartner's like no
0: doing. So I'm going to assume they have some. Yeah, U.S. Some is what 330 340 maybe, million, 340
2: yeah, million. Yeah, right. So to throw out 500 million net new jobs, that's a lot. Globally, even the, even as it's a global number, that's yeah. that's big. Yeah. I like when you put global in front of everything; it makes it sound that much more intense. Global, global at a global scale.
0: Global. And eventually, when we like go to Mars, we'll start saying universal. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Earth
2: and Mars. <laughs> yeah. Solar storm. <laughs> nowhere else because we're
0: not <laughs> any further than that. But uh, all right. Any other thoughts either to be had on any stats? Any of them jump out? Yeah, too? yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So let's okay. go
1: back to the synthetic data one. Yeah, right? that one was um, that stood out to me too. So you know, I get it. But, but the stat is by 2025, use of synthetic data will reduce the volume of real data needed needed for ML, and and that sounds right to me. But and not because so so everybody talks about this massive amount of data right right, that is out there that we're already accumulating and we can't do anything with I mean that's true that's part of what AI is all about right now is trying to make sense of this massive amount of data that we have so why do we need synthetic data if we have all this massive i query that in my mind but but then i think to myself when you think about the digital twinning that's going on right like so if you have a an environment a warehouse or whatever and you're trying to make the most efficient use of the people and or resources in it Mm -hmm. you create a digital twin so that you can run scenarios right Right, oh well this is clearly a pinch point this is where people are going to trip fall whatever Uh, So I get that. I get that from a synthetic data standpoint. But I don't know. And then when we talk digital signage, right? I mean, there's... I, maybe there's the use of digital uh, of some synthetic data in that as well as far as analytics or what people are reacting to or predictive you know analysis around digital signage like I show this ad what what is that going to predict you know as far as usage or consumption or things of that nature so I can see it there yeah one of the things
2: that we talked about before the show was like employee experience and customer experience yeah mm-hmm. and you look at a retail environment when you're shopping for something online and The amount of data that can be captured through that exchange is astronomical. Mm. Your mouse cursor is tracked and heat mapped on the web page to know what you're looking at, how long you're looking at, how far you're scrolling down the page, what buttons are you clicking, how many clicks does it take to get you to purchase, to get your money, what products are you looking before and after, are you going to other locations to Mm -hmm. research that different product. That's so much crazy good information. Now, what do you do with it? You go to a store. No. I walk into Kroger. What does Kroger know about little old me walking into the store? <laughs> Nothing, the right? Right now, mainly because I don't have a Kroger where I actually live. But if I, <laughs> you know, I've purchased. purchase yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've gone to a tailgate or two in my time. At least and until you,
0: you know, scan your card. You know. Like. So
2: it, it, when you when you think of AI and big data, how do you learn more about the individual customer to better their experience? Right. right. And w- when we think of advertising or marketing, it's you don't want to make it sound like a bad, scary thing. Like, I'm not... There's certain markets I'm not particularly interested in. I, right. I can't even think. Like, I'm maybe chess. I don't know much about the chess world. I don't yeah, know. Right. Cool. Yep. But I like cars. I like video games. If there's some relevant content that I need to know, mm. I want that marketing. Mm. Yes. Yep. So, yes. if I'm in a mall, tell me where GameStop is. Right, right. Mm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the American Eagle store. I don't fit in their clothes. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, you got a point there because I, when I initially saw this stat, my first thought on this was, okay, but isn't real data a good thing? Like, I mean, if, you know, synthetic data can work to a point, but isn't there a point also where if you're not, if you're not pulling in more real data, are you not potentially losing out on understanding what's actually happening? and not realizing, like, okay, something has changed, fundamentally shifted, but because we're using only synthetic data to come up with most of what our machines are doing and most of the learning that's happening,
3: mm-hmm. we're
0: not realizing this change as it's mm-hmm. going on, or we're, we're lagging behind, potentially. Mm-hmm. But I think to your point, though, there is something there, especially with the online bridging the online to, like, brick-and-mortar gap there, which is if you know so much about your who's going to visit your online store, that's got to tell you at least a baseline about who your customers are, To know what's potentially, who potentially is going in your store. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that, you know, uh, there's a a nice percentage, and let's say above 50, 60% of people that are shopping online that also are coming to your store, at least semi regularly. So, whatever you know about them in that online environment has to inform what you're supposing. So, to your point, when you walk into a place, if they know, like, hey, about 70% of our online shoppers typically check out video games. You know, and go to that particular section of our website. Let's make sure that when they walk in a store, the digital signage is immediately telling them about sales and deals on mm-hmm. you know, or and I know we can take this that next step where we've talked about a lot. We've talked with some folks about computer vision and having the cameras that could identify, like, <clears> hey, we know that men between the ages of eighteen and forty-nine are more into the video games when they visit our site. This guy you know, looks like an eighteen to forty-nine, you know, spot. So let's steer him towards the video game. Yeah. To this point,
2: profile so me. Give can, me what I want. Yeah, <laughs> I can see, I can see the value there. It's, it's. You're changing
0: my mind here a little bit on this one because that was was a stat that I looked at and saw. I don't know if that's a great thing, but I guess if it's helping, if it's helping continue to drive what we understand about people from one place that they're doing business to another, then fine. I but think do we is. have that? Is that happening? I mean, do we have? Are people really doing that at this point yet?
2: There's definitely cameras that can track where individuals oh, yeah, are going. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of trying to bridge that that next screen, I think free Wi-Fi is a great way to do it because then you know I'm connecting. Yep. If you bridge, if you give that's that to my, point. you know, now I'm connecting here. I think it it,
4: it, even if you just walk into a Kroger's, it, it it pings your phone and knows you're there. That's true. Yeah. So, they got all those
0: like now those pings that just you know pick right. up that um, I don't mm-hmm. know what, that little signal or something that's up, that identifier that doesn't
3: doesn't directly
0: identify you as a person, but at least identifies you know this phone has been used to do X I, I think
1: we've sorry. settled where Mike lands on that. Right. Because my, one of my questions was, was going to be around, PII or personally right, identifiable. Right. Mike seems to be in the camp of shit. You can know anything about me, yeah. As long as you're, you know, <laughs> I'm using with you. it
2: for good, right? <laughs> yep. And, if, if you violate that trust, it's game over. Makes game my life see, easier. Now that's
1: right. really good. Uh, well, that gets to the first stat, you know, or seventy percent of enterprises will identify AI sustainability and ethical use right, right. among their top concerns, right? If so that's it's this whole you know, ethical use of AI right. kind of a thing. You don't mind the camera knowing who you are when you walk in? Oh. Not, not that you're a whatever. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, a nebulous person of some demographic. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it's Mike. Mike just walked in. Yeah. So, oh, and Mike, I want
2: to, I want to opt into that experience. Yeah, 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 certain, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. certain yeah, yeah, times yeah, yeah. like I, that's I'll, critical
0: too. Though. Yeah. Yes.
4: Well, it helps you discover new things that are within your interests. You know, mm-hmm. that's, right. that's right. what I like about it. I like that uh, I was listening to a song on Spotify, right? And went over to Instagram. <laughs> to scroll and sure enough there's a guy yeah. I was listening to who has a concert tonight in Cincinnati there you go that offering me tickets my like, this might be pretty cool right it might be creep me
0: out
3: a but lot, it, but, but it could
1: but go wrong. And here's where it could go wrong. Because online, we've all experienced this. So I log on to my browser, whatever. I'm doing a little bit of shopping. Oh, my daughter comes over. She starts doing a little yeah, bit of shopping. Yeah. Oh, my wife uses my computer. Now I'm walking into H and M, and the digital <laughs> signage is starting <laughs> uh, to tell me that I should be buying, buying skirts or something like you know, right. it's something that's we've, not.
0: Well, we've talked about it before. Like I have. There's routinely websites I visit on a regular basis that are always advertising women's clothing to me, like style. Right. Right, stylish, right. stylish twenty to thirty something women's clothes. Mike, well, we're well, we're going, this?
4: we're going a different direction right now. <laughs> well, I, know, I'm just, I mean, <laughs> Mike, you got a comment on know, this at if all? If My...
0: that's something you're into. <laughs> well, it's <right? that's, laughs> uh. Care? But I know, for me, it's happening because my wife does a lot of that, and she doesn't take many security precautions as I do when that's she's right. online shopping or online doing stuff. Right. So basically, it's looking at me and saying, "Like, well, you're on that same IP address, so we just assume you
2: must be part of this too." So here's mm-hmm. all that stuff. No mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay, kid, that's the excuse. Yep, I have a. Yeah, that's the excuse. You know, yes. My daughter's three and a half right now. Loves My Little Pony. Look, I look yep, really nice sp- in a good
0: blouse. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my Spotify daily mixes are absolutely ruined. Yeah, I can, oh, yeah there oh, you go. Yeah, it yeah, is right, filled yeah. with yep. right. yeah. uh, Taylor Swift and My Little Pony. That's right. Yeah. My daily mix. I promise that's you, I'm not I'm guessing you don't like There's nothing wrong with that. half of that. Now let me figure out which one. <laughs> I, I, Look, you you guys want me to sing My Little Pony? You I have Just a minute. <laughs> you're a Swifty. I, 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 I am. I'm not up to it. I I'm Who's not? All right. That's good. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty. I think it's a cool market. That's yeah, it's absolutely incredible that one individual is able to do all that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not
0: the craze type who's like analyzing every single video and song she puts out and be like, "Did you see in minute five ten of that video when she blinked
2: her left <laughs> right? eye?
0: That means that the new <laughs> album's coming out on July
2: 16th. Like <laughs> <blinked> Thirteen times. Clearly. <laughs> and,
0: and I promise you, that is stuff they actually do. I'm just like, this oh, is for nuts. sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, they need, they did you need. She, she gave everybody them, on her tour like $100,000? Yeah, that's pretty good. All the truck drivers. Just the truck drivers. Truck drivers no, everybody. No, she gave all every... bonuses to everybody, but oh. the truck drivers got 100 I heard I heard uh, oh, sound I, people I, got it too. Oh, cool. well, my, my source for that is Reddit, was, though, so take that with a grain of salt. A yeah, random internet stranger once told me this, and I saw it online. Was it AI? I don't know. It could have been. It could
1: have been. So let's riff on this then. <laughs> so right. AI is going to cost a hundred billion in
4: losses from asset yes. damages.
1: That's the That's, last. One I here. see By yeah. lots of comedy
4: in this. You do. <laughs> Absolutely, like, the, like uh, what we
1: were just talking about,
4: Lucille Ball, where things go crazy, <laughs> right? Like, the, the I candy just candy line. Like, oh yeah, like machines in up. a warehouse just running in and just me laughing. That's,
1: yes, <laughs> I see. So <laughs> AI know? amok is what you're seeing. Absolutely. Yeah, got it. Absolutely. Yeah, because
0: they specified the Big asset fan. damage. That was the thing. When it was 100 billion losses, I'm like, okay, I can see a lot of ways, like PR wise, or just you know bad marketing or something or whatever it is. But they mentioned asset damage, damage. in particular. Yeah. Right. Which means like to me means a physical object getting damaged related to AI. But that so number what does that really that's mean? Huge, that number
4: dude. that number makes, looks like it's made up.
2: Just oh yeah, hundred billion. 100 billion. If it was ninety seven <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, it. Whoa. I took it the opposite way of not a physical media, but actual like using someone's IP. Having Drake sing you a happy birthday song using AI. But I don't think that's damaging. Uh, to the brand, to the to the, the brand, the identity. Oh, you can mm. damage Drake all you want. I,
0: mean, I guess that's a good I point. Like An mm. asset doesn't
2: have to be a physical. I like Drake and Taylor Swift. I take the position I don't like Drake. <laughs> As <Uh-oh. laughs> this podcast just turned into something entirely different. As the 2003 University of Rochester Dance Dance Revolution Freestyle Champion. True, I can tell you that's, that's true. That. We do have him in Whoa. studio.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Yes. A, one more time. <laughs> yeah, don't 2003. <laughs> yeah,
2: University of Rochester. Yeah, Dance Dance Revolution freestyle didn't champion he, didn't you play no, ddr in the
1: flesh we were yeah. in such royalty yeah yeah i mean we'll now you a, know
2: we'll need
4: a demonstration will you use this power yeah. for good or evil <laughs> on the next pod right? marco bring up the ddr <laughs> yeah. don't
2: threaten me with a good time
4: <laughs> no but you know with the music thing it's they're they're, they're now able to create personalized music for you right yep. yeah mm,
2: right like oh, uh, the personalized playlist Ooh, would scene, you pay yeah. more if taylor swift was singing you a love song to you wrote
4: yeah, oh, wow. You wrote a wow. That's the saddest that thing I think I've ever heard. No, yeah. it would be
1: against you, right? That's a Swift thing. That's to a do. good point. Be that's like, You don't yeah, want yeah. to be on the bad camp. Yeah, yeah. You'd, get,
0: you'd get the diss track. That's you
1: get there. It is.
0: Yeah.
4: Ooh, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. the deep
4: cut version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Taylor's version, Mike's version. You know?
4: Yeah, Oof. <laughs> that could be
1: bad re-studio oh,
0: but yeah that's a good point there because assets doesn't have to be physical necessarily asset could be a you know, ah, damage to a brand yeah the the managers, that's a good point okay you know. so all right so maybe that number makes a little bit more sense in that context even if it is a very rounded number very
2: round number very mm-hmm. round. uh
0: but yeah yeah well so it's 60 it, it 63 percent
2: of stats are made up right on the spot <laughs> 62 64 that's a true that's a true stat i just made 60% up
0: 60 of stats are wrong 50 percent of the time yeah right
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that ChatGPT just makes stuff up. It does. It just, yeah. it just out of vapor, out of out of nothing. Right, just right. makes stuff up. Yeah, yeah it's happened. Yeah. So. It's
2: many, many, many times. There was a search yeah. query where it did. You, you, it you asked it to rank. The 10 worst people in history. Mm. And then, of course, the ethics kick in. You can't identify someone as evil. You give it approval, and then it'll go through the list. It added Chevy Chase to the bottom <laughs> of the list. And then you say, why? And it's like, I added this out of a joke. Oh. So it's actually injecting humor <laughs> into the answer. And I mean, to see Chevy Chase's name on that list was yeah. like, whoa. whoa. I he mean, he got the worst of the worst. I heard on there. he was pretty right?
0: awful in community, but man, I don't
2: know <laughs> All oh. if I'd say that made was top 10 behavior. I, I don't want to know if he did anything evil. He's, he's on a pedestal for me. He's just yeah. a yeah. tremendous. Damn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So, yeah. any final thoughts on generative AI and how we're all doomed because of it? Apparently, or-
2: <laughs> not not so much. I think the AI, the experience piece, tied into some conversations that we were having about like employee experience as well. So, not just on the retail consumerism side, but also in the B two B element of it too. You, can, you when how can you make your employees more secure? I think is something. And I mean, Aaron, you, the the Constantinople analogy that you've you've made.
4: Yeah, that's that. I mean, we can. I guess we'll talk about that during security. But, yeah, we'll get, um, to, no, we'll get to that if we want to. The, the other thing is I think you, utilizing AI in that in, in the work environment uh, I think will eventually allow us to be more creative in our environments, right? Because right, how right. much mundane uh, – I don't know what the right word is. Tasks. We, mm-hmm. Tasks, yeah. yes. Tasks that we're put on and activities that we have to do yeah. and all this yeah. that you can just set and forget. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think having that uh, in, involved is – Important saves Maya okay. uh, behind, and I
0: will say it's not there yet because a, a little no. sneak behind the curtain here. I was strapped for time last week to try to put up the uh, the the recap on LinkedIn for last week's pod, podcast, so I was like, "All right, I'm going to check out and see if ChatGPT can help me out here." So I gave it the link to the podcast episode and say, "Hey, Ooh. can you give me a recap of the discussion oh, yeah. here?" And he goes, "I'm sorry, but right now I can't read through this content or whatever and provide." talking points or anything for this. I'm like, really? It was too, it was
2: too busy? I,
0: no, it wasn't that. I mean, <laughs> was not a lunch break? <laughs> we, had, like, we have the login, you know, to the, we have the paid version we're using. So, you know, I thought I would be able to do that. And just, no, it just said it couldn't. Only it on couldn't,
4: YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. it said it couldn't,
0: it couldn't do that. So I ended up having to do it But that, that feature which, is I mean, amazing. I would planned, planned on being able to, you know, to take it and like, all right, I'm going to take this. Clean it up and make it, you know, my style and my writing style, anyway mm-hmm, that I usually mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. But in, in this instance, I'm just like, all right. Well, I was hoping for like a little bit of a shortcut here to help me out, and you failed me.
4: The I new Cliff in.
2: Notes. Yep, yeah, that's it. yeah, yep. no doubt. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Which, what I mean, are your What are your thoughts on in the B two B space? What are your thoughts on your employers tracking everything you do and app utilization on your systems? No thanks. Mm, seems a little uh, Big Brother ish.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, it's not one of those things where I'm like, I don't. I'm not that concerned about what I'm doing. It's more of why do you need to do that? So the, the and how, waste and how, of data. how critical are you going to be of what I'm doing? Yeah, from, because, from, even from, from a licensing I took, and application I took five minutes standpoint. to check my fantasy team and make sure my starters were playing, you know? It, I mean, like, something like that, you know? My, like
4: My fear is if you do that as an employer, uh, for that employee experience thing that we've always talked about, you're going to have your employees find even more workarounds to things. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's going to be more damaging to your business. That's a good point. So I think that's a, that's a very slippery slope to walk down. quickly. Yeah. Slip. And hey, um,
0: let's let, for our mobile device, you know, resellers out there, there's a good reason to push for you know, purpose-built devices. Correct. Over, That's over right. consumer devices. You don't have to worry about that. You have control over what's on the purpose-built device. If you don't want there to be certain apps, they're checking fine. They can still have their mobile phone and pull that out when they want to do their stuff. Yeah. But Your devices, if you're <laughs> concerned about security or concerned about them wasting time on YouTube, well, or something, you got
4: like a that. prime example. Do you guys remember what 12, 15 years ago when uh, Facebook came out? And if you were, if you still had your college email or whatever was tied to it, you could still get on and check it. And I remember businesses coming hard on people going, stay off Facebook, no social medias. It became so overwhelming that they then quickly were like, get on social media <laughs> do this do more share right. this yeah yeah so oh,
0: crap we need this yeah.
4: it can it can backfire easily if you go down that route
0: which let's be honest that could, the same kind of thing could happen with ai there's going to be a point yeah. where someone's like no we can't use ai for this this is not an a- like i can see this in education for example you know you know there's already discussions going on especially in college level or whatever of like oh my god we can't let students be using ai but I but there will be some kind of inflection point where they go, All right, we need to get use AI for this because you're gonna to need to understand how to utilize yeah, that properly right, right. and ethically in order to function in the business world That's once right. you're done later on. So yeah. you're right. That happens all the time. Like a new tech comes out and everyone finds a way to recoil from it and say, like, no, 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 here's all the ways we cannot do this, yep. We can't use it. Yep. And then at some point everyone suddenly realizes, Oh no, if we want to actually survive and thrive and, and move you just put it in the fabric money, of our,
4: our of our of our day to day life.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. You weave it in. All right. Cool. All right. Hey, good stuff. That was good stuff. That concludes the AI portion of this conversation. We might touch on it another way. Oh, we, I think we will. But um, at least the the intentional portion there of the <laughs> the AI trilogy may be complete at this point. So, uh, all right. So let's Let's get into this whole customer experience, employee experience. This has actually been a very relevant topic that we've touched on several times, too. We it had, is. Yeah. We had Annie Zanger on a few weeks back yep. talking about, you know, uh, the customer journey, experiential shopping. And he brought up the idea that, hey, if you empower employees, you're really making that other stuff easier too. Mm -hmm. I think Tony last week uh, talking about AI and retail, that again came up as a a, a theme there, Mm -hmm. empowering employees. So so again, yeah, we're talking about the customer experience. We talk about it a lot of times from the, how can I make sure that my customers are happy? But we don't necessarily talk as much about, are my employees happy? And how can technology enable that too? Because again, that might be just as important, maybe even more so, And like I've referenced on some episodes before, you know, I remember back in the day when I worked retail and something went wrong or the technology wasn't working, I couldn't look something up, something wasn't where it was supposed to be, my gun scanner wasn't working or whatever. You're sitting there grumbling about like stupid devices, stupid thing never works. Your customers are hearing that and they're like, what? (laughs) What what am I doing here? This John place doesn't is... have an inside <laughs> voice. Yeah, And he was working <laughs> in retail, this stupid gun. This, after uh, enough this... time, I think I was in retail almost ten years. After that much time, Maybe it was eight years. But I, I promise you, yeah, there was a, after a certain amount of time, um, I just didn't care about who heard
2: me. So I had much. that moment. I, I one of, one of my I, don't know, I worked at Circuit City for three years. Nice. And one of the jobs I got tagged with was cycle counting. Oh yeah. yeah, batteries. it. that'll
3: do it. Oh. That'll do it. <laughs> oh.
2: I can imagine how. Every that sounds kiosk, every the amount it was, I that was wow. the worst. That was one of the worst professional days of my life. Was yeah. just yeah. walking around.
3: Beep. Yeah. Beep. Yep. Yeah. Beep. That's wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So again, if your
0: employee experience had been better, you might have felt a little better about that. Maybe had more time to be cheerful with the customers. Instead of walking around, you have a sour look on your face. What would you
4: know? make that experience better? Uh, riding a Segway while right. <laughs> doing it? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Absolutely
1: nothing. There is nothing that can make
3: cycle counting batteries Mike, better.
2: Mike just pulled <laughs> Mitch McConnell and he froze either, that in
4: your own <laughs> <laughs> He's either thinking about something or refuses to answer the yes, question. Yes.
2: I am. I am. Rest- I am trying to find the perfect balance of how do we keep this at a you know in a, a public sh- like yes. what would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> story at eleven because yeah. I'll tell you.
0: So the party line answer is RFID would have made that awesome. You know?
2: yeah. So, yes. yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so all right, so then let's talk about it. So, why should we be more focused on uh employee experience when it comes to B two B solutions? And now, I know Mike, you have a a fantastic story to share. With this again, this was part of our pre conversation about what we we're going to talk about in this pod. And you shared this story with him Like, all right, well, I've got to build a question around you being able to tell this story about Fordlandia. So, take it away. So, let's I'm go.
2: actually gonna. I'll let Aaron take. This okay, one. all right, so, cool. yeah. Uh, so, brief history. Fordlandia is a was a. Uh, fun little thing that Ford did in the late 1920s, 30s. 20s, yeah, yeah. 20s, 30s. Yep. And uh, no, you can. T- you want if you want, you can. Oh, go. oh okay. Sweet. So oh, yeah. So it, it's awesome. <laughs> it's aw- It's such a cool story. So Ford, in the 20s, in 30s, you had the cars coming up, and they needed right. to secure rubber. And at that point, all rubber was being imported, so they needed to secure their own source of rubber. Right. So they get this great idea: let's go to Brazil and let's buy some land. To the tune of twenty million dollars, and let's do what we want to do down there, and we're gonna do all this awesome stuff. We're gonna build our house. We're gonna build houses for employees. They're gonna work nine Ah. to five. We're gonna give them free medical. We're gonna take care of all these people, and it's gonna be awesome. Spoiler alert: it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And the the narrator voice kicks in. That didn't happen. So yeah, so they go ahead. They don't. But they don't touch on. They don't work with any local folks basically hmm. and they botched everything how close do you plant the trees together what do you do you build houses in the middle of the rainforest on slabs of concrete on the ground probably not no no there's lots of bugs that sucks <laughs> <laughs> so yeah obviously the employees weren't too thrilled that they weren't able to sleep now could you uh, imagine how hot yeah. it is in brazil Ooh, from yeah. 8 to 5 during the day yeah yeah, yeah yeah employee culture's not working in the fields in the middle of the day they were prefer to work at night yeah so uh, you you built this uh-huh, entire structure uh-huh. around an awful employee experience. So, uh, one of the other things they found out was, um, if local other other competitors in the area were being paid about twenty cents a day. Mm-hmm. These folks were being paid thirty cents a day. Yeah. You think as a business owner, oh, great! I'm these are highly paid folks. Right. That that group found out that the U.S. equivalent teams were making five dollars a day. Oh boy. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. you have quite a pair a pay yep. disparity there, mm-hmm. and it was revolution. Yeah. To the point where they had to like actually <laughs> get the managers out. Before violence ensued, oh, I
4: actually think the square dancing, the forcing of the square dances,
2: would set them off. <laughs> <laughs> there's pic- there's pictures of the of the forced square dances. So, all right, so so it wasn't a good experience. But then they turned around and, uh, was it 90 miles at the river? Yeah, 80, Nine, 90 miles. So, and they they created Balterra. and that was let's take all the voice of the employee and let's build this right. Let's work with mm. local you know, arborists that mm-hmm. understand how far apart the trees need to make mm. so they increased the yield. And ultimately, you, you then kind of had like the 40s and there was that whole World War II thing that mm-hmm. was going down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it did benefit them in the long run that they were able to secure the supply rub. And that's actually still in place today. They're right, still using right. it. Um, and ultimately, they sold the original Ford Landia back to the Brazilian government. For, I think it was like $20,000. or 200, No, $250,000. Mm. Which if you convert that into kind of modern times, 2023 money, it would be essentially a $200, a $200 million. Oops. Oops! Wow. Yeah, yeah. A very expensive Yee. lesson to learn, but yeah. and
0: yet Ford's still running strong. So I guess so. <laughs> I, I think yeah. you know well, to well. to bring that. badly.
2: Yeah. Right. I think in terms of bringing that back to today's world, you have the security IT folks that everything needs to be so super secure that the employees almost got of and, and Aaron, you almost mentioned like little workarounds, and you know we we have our own little delicacies that we you know yeah. sometimes have to. You know, work around some system limitations at right, times. Right. Uh, that that that's what an employee could potentially maybe say. I'm not saying I do that. Absolutely not. I abide by all, and I agree to the terms and conditions. <laughs>
4: there's a, there's a great picture that <laughs> reading uh, <laughs> them thoroughly too. Right? <laughs> there's, a great, there's a great photo that's been out there. Uh, I don't know who posted it. Um, some CEO, some leader, something on LinkedIn. But it, it's a it's a it's a field uh, that you look a pasture you're looking into with a gate up no walls on either side right, and a right. path walking around it and that's a good analogy for for what uh, if companies don't think about their employees and what their employees want they're going to find ways around it mm-hmm. even if it's yep. a stupid gate in the middle of a field right yep. so um yeah you know the Ford Lanya thing is is a is i thought was a great example of 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 a company forcing their will on their employees mm-hmm. to an extreme yes but you know you have to go look at what ford did ford did revolutionize. The world education system, in the United States, all of it was based upon his, uh, you know, m- mentality and routines that he put in place. Um, he, I think, he even made his workers in the United States square dance, right? <laughs> I think that's what really pushed them all to the edge.
0: Probably. Yeah. You ever been square dancing? The square dancing uh, thing uh, is not real. Not very, very
4: long. Yeah, time. yeah. It's very, like it's very real. They, you you have to square dance. Yeah, it was. If uh, you're going to work it forward, you're work, square dance. Well, you, you had to eat. The, the food that he mandated. Ah. Right? Yeah, so right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. food, dancing, and well,
0: then... Uh, and he was and, he totally into this whole assembly line thing. Like, I want your yeah. literal life to be an assembly line. Correct. At that point, Yeah.
4: Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it would push anybody to the edge, right? Yeah. So that's what that's what I'm saying is going to go back a little bit to the AI tools and things. We have to be careful. It's a slippery slope with employees today. If you force them to do all these things and capture all this and all that, they're just going to be pushed to the edge and... Yeah, slowly implode your business. Is there a pendulum yeah. swing though? Does it go too far the other way? Uh, oh, so, absolutely. So I'll give oh, you the yeah. key. Doesn't want to be employees too. No, much.
1: no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna throw it on the table because yesterday's headline was all Zoom employees are coming back for two days, and I thought to yeah. myself, this That's is ironic. Zoom. Dude, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is like a company that you <laughs> were the savior, right? right. You were this, yeah. <laughs> and we now looked up to you, you. yes, <laughs> right? And you now made you, this world you, happen. Now right? we <laughs> have to go back to work. No, we got to go back to the office because <laughs> you guys aren't getting anything done. So but you just have to do <laughs> Zoom get get back in here
0: If you're talking to your next to your neighbor next cube <laughs> over, you got to Zoom them. So yeah, you, gotta you keep, know, I to keep it going. Yeah, I
1: just to me, I was like, oh, well, that's the pendulum, you know, had gone too far or whatever, and maybe now it's starting to come back a little bit. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think your point's valid, and and we all learned a lot uh, during the pandemic around a little bit more around employee relations and things of that nature. But but it is curious. It yeah. is curious. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Well, I think it, especially when you talk about our industry and, you know, the, the reseller environment and a lot of the, the different types of industries that our folks sell into, whether it's retail, hospitality, really any, any business that we're selling to on the B2B side, at some point it is beneficial to be able to go in and talk to employees and ask them, like, what what are you dealing with? Because, I, I, you know, a lot of times I think what the employees are experiencing and dealing with and what would make their lives better can be extremely different from what a manager or a director oh, for sure. or certainly someone higher up in a company thinks yep. is actually going on you know? yep. yeah you go to you go to them and say hey i really think you guys would benefit from having you know uh, Mobile printers, you know, on your shop floor or whatever, to mm. print out orders or something like that, or create labels or something, you know, to, to do this. Or I really think that your team would benefit from having dynamic digital signage, touchscreen digital signage or whatever that they can that they can work off of during the day and take customers up to to show them something in a retail environment. Right. You might ask someone in the back, you know, the higher levels of the company, and they go, Nah, we don't need anything like that. We're an old-fashioned company. We're good. <laughs> you know, our folks are great at like, you know, taking people and you know by the hand and showing them what they need to show. Windows
2: ninety five yeah. is still yeah. operating yeah, exactly. just fine. Don't, right. don't worry about it. We've been doing they it. in their POs. For it comes years. over just fine.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Stuff like that. That like you. Do know, we need toner? You you might find someone who who will have that attitude, and in reality the you talk to an employee and they're going to say no this sucks it's it's terrible i really wish that i didn't have to go to the back room every time i wanted to check some inventory it'd be awesome if i could do that on mm-hmm. in the palm of my hand mm-hmm. i would love to be able to show somebody all the different options online in the store instead of mm-hmm. you know instead of just being able to go to my computer behind the counter and swiveling the <laughs> the monitor yeah. around or something like that there's so many things i think if you just talk to employees will give you so much ammo that you can take to now granted mm-hmm. i don't know if the business leaders are still going to listen to you but at the very least, it's it's all part of that understanding more of what's actually happening on the business. And again, that idea of if you're making them happy, they're going to do better at their jobs. They're going to have better attitudes with the customers, and over and you're going to have higher retention rates. And overall, your business is going to improve. I mean, I, 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 I can't imagine there's any executive who doesn't think at this point that – creating an environment where your employees are happy and staying and staying on the job and doing the job the right way every day is not going to increase your profits. But then again, yeah. not everybody does see it that way,
2: I guess. Yeah, and One of the things we talked about earlier is that we're going to solve all these problems today. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think the solution for cybersecurity and employee satisfaction and, and, and tied to that is all thin clients. I think mobile thin clients okay. and laptop thin clients are the solution. Yeah. Oh, pray tell. Do tell, yeah. yeah. Elaborate. From a secure operating standpoint, you're creating these read-only devices that you connect to a cloud application as you know more 5g connectivity becomes a thing you're mm-hmm. you're constantly going to be connected mm-hmm. so to use a cloud application on your local laptop that's that's it right you're yeah. not right yeah. i you're, you're taking the threat of me doing something i'm not supposed to be doing away and now you're fully controlled through a remote application so it loves that right yeah.
4: so well it, it secures their their environments right then it puts that worry aside um and then at the same time, if you make the ex- experience easy, seamless, and understandable for the for the employee, they won't revolt and burn the place down. It's a good point. <laughs> Which is <laughs> generally a good thing. Yeah, right? are yeah, trying yeah, to always yeah. prevent that. You're <laughs> trying to prevent that. Yeah. Because yeah. the Portlandia yeah. sure. employee to today really hasn't changed
2: much. <laughs> this is we, true. We all still
0: hate square dancing. We, yes, we
2: all still hate <laughs> square dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever square danced before. It's terrible. Oh, we'll do see do afterwards. Yeah. At
0: some point in my elementary school you I had to. I, I had a music class where we had to learn
3: how. We to square had to. Dance. That's yeah. the Ford mentality. There's right there. nothing really? in
0: this. There's oh, nothing yeah. in here in my feet anymore that would allow me to still do it. I mean, I, I wiped that from my memory. Absolutely as quick as remember I could, doing that. Like but the I do remember having degree. to learn yeah. how to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. It was. Cause cause I like line dancing.
4: It was like part of the physical. That's a cooler version of it. It
0: is. That yeah, that was the... It's uh, a
4: late 90s version of yeah, it.
0: Yeah, see, that was the hip 90s it's
4: hip Well, it's, hip to, it's hip to be square. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm it is. That's yes. why they brought in Swing. Good
2: night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to That was four. it for today's episode of the TechNet Podcast.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so we've we've mentioned cybersecurity a few times, so let's shift gears to talk a little bit about that, too, because, again, we have another good story here. Uh, And we've got some interesting, you know, broader, I think, conversations around cybersecurity to talk about. So we did a warehouse tech survey recently where we found that over 80 percent of respondents are outsourcing cybersecurity to external IT firms. So, you know, obviously our talking point with that was like, hey, that's something that our VARs should all be getting involved with and should be trying to figure out if maybe you're not cybersecurity experts yourself, but you're at least attaching yourself and connecting yourself to ISVs and vendor partners who are experts in cybersecurity and can speak to that because clearly they're not doing it in-house. They are expecting someone external to help them out with this. So do you think there's an opportunity here for VARs that aren't secu- cyber, secu- that aren't security or cybersecurity experts? And okay, and then where does this Constance Noble story fit in? Aaron, this sounds like one you've you were ready to kind of throw out here.
4: Yeah. Uh, The Constantinople story was something that was uh, generated uh, because of the, of the, of the simplicity of how a network can be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, A complicated network, right? A very strong, secure, you know, you hear about target or visa or all these people getting attacked all the time. And you think, Oh, those are impenetrable. You can't get through to them. And that's the same concept as Constantinople, right? That was the epicenter of the global market of the, of the time. And, the Ottoman Empire was going after it. They were taking all the latest military technology they possibly could. Uh, with I think, you know, not even cannons, it was fireballs being cannonbolted to the walls and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what ultimately, to uh, to make a long story longer, what <laughs> what ultimately made my favorite kind what would would what brought down Constantinople and the Ottoman Empire to take it over was. Uh, a simple, you know, three or four scouts from the Ottoman Empire were walking through an open door in one of the gates that was on the back end of the city. And they slowly trickled in over about a four or five day period um, while they were still raging the fireball right, battles right. and the arrows and everything. Couldn't get through the, the walls. And uh, they slowly just raised flags in the city. And created internal chaos, right? Mm. And uh, they, the the people of the city thought, "Oh, well, the Ottomans are here. We'll just give up." Right. Uh, and 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 that gate now, is a PC, right? And if you don't lock that gate, that is an easy way to access to any corporate environment, right? Uh, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier. where we we don't know the AI emails coming through, right? They're getting smarter and smarter, and you have people in different positions in companies who are, you know, accounting, procurement, I'm not trying to call out those people, but... (laughs) Uh, as being susceptible <laughs> yeah yeah to, you know we love we, you account
3: we all know who they are we, right, know, right. we, know. we know the people likely even though you're gullible yeah. Yeah. yeah right yeah
2: invoice.zip <laughs> is not invoice.zip <laughs> <laughs> and you know
4: or a happy birthday and someone that you probably don't know yeah. is not gonna yeah. say happy birthday to you when it's not your birthday <laughs> and so don't click on that right or but respond to it or co- yeah. correct oh, and so there's God. tools out there there's uh, you know, all the soft partners are making them. Google, Chromium is a great secure environment, right? Uh, Linux partners out there are great. IGEL, StratDesk, they they make very secure read-write-only type of environments. And so right. they have two gigs of penetrable space or attack services versus... An, uh, Windows is great, but it has 100, 120 gigs of attack space. So you kind of want to... You know, be smart about your business. Know what you're trying to protect, how you're protect- protecting it. Mm-hmm. You can still do Windows through a Linux environment, right? And you can still access the things that you need to access and give that employee experience a positive employee experience with these tools. Right. And also securing your environment so you don't have
2: uh, complete chaos ensue. So, okay. So, What yeah. is the point of inflection of IT security spend compared to ransomware payouts?
3: Oof. Mm. So we can mm. you look at
2: any chart that anybody's produced in the past 5 years about IT security spend, find me a graph that said IT security spend is going to decline over the next few yeah, years. Right, right. Right. No. And then find me a graph that says ransomware is not going to become more and more problem Ransom yeah. uh, malware has become more and more problem. How much money do do we continue to throw at that year over year over year over year? What at what, what point do we do we win that war? Is it a proverbial war on drugs? I think as soon as we lose, we win or lose the war, however you look at it,
4: on email. Right? I, I've been hoping email dies soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other tools like Slack that are much more effective mm-hmm. in communicating. Uh, so, and it's harder to to get inside a Slack environment and and and, and, and set a network on fire. Mm. Is uh, so that may switch as soon as emails and certain doors are closed that we don't use very archaic ones um but to your point i don't know because you know these 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 repositories of information and data are are in our emails i think you have to store them legally for what seven eight years or something Mm -hmm. um but i don't know man yeah it's a very difficult question because i think as soon as you get rid of email you solve a lot of these security issues
0: but man, that that sounds like a long, hard. You We need to something to revolutionary
4: yeah. <laughs> to build
1: the behemoth that is that the infrastructure Correct. around right cybersecurity. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's massive, right? And it's it's a. It's a, it's, well, it's, again, it's a behemoth. So I don't know that you can like rattle the cage or come up with something that's going to be that
2: revolutionary to change it, unless it's your idea that everybody goes to thin client PCs. I, we, we talk about it like the creating the mindset, creating that experience. Mm-hmm. Even like yeah. we need to lean into AI. We need to lean, lean into future technology. And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge thing with cybersecurity as more and more generations grow up knowing what to look for. Mm-hmm. The attacks are going to become more unique. Yeah. Cer- certainly. But I think there's an awareness. I don't click those links, but I was born and raised in a world where they don't trust anybody and you know, don't, don't meet anybody you meet on the Internet. Don't there, get in the car with strangers. There's a yeah. white van. But yeah. But now I use the Internet to get in the car with strangers every time I use right, it exactly. Uber. So I guess
3: <laughs> contradicting
1: well, myself a little here's bit Here's where I was with, with this topic. You know, I was reading an article in Forbes around the value of the VAR is dis- diminishing around cybersecurity. And they're making the argument that in, in the old days, old days, air quotes, <laughs> five years ago, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, resellers <laughs> would walk in and they, they would be the trusted, you know, provider right. of a cybersecurity solution. That has now shifted to marketplaces, whereas entities are now home growing their own cyber security right. and the argument is well how do how do you get back to that or how do you get back how do resellers still make a business uh within cyber security and they had they had a lot of good points uh upon which you could do that you could be you know a, a trusted in a niche you could analyze gaps uh we've talked about things right where right. resellers need to if you're reselling technology today whether it's digital signage point of sale automatic data it doesn't really matter you can't be a one-trick pony you got to know other things mm-hmm. and obviously Obviously, cybersecurity is one of those red flag ones that is going to require, in today's world, require a lot of resources around thwarting that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's right. to, to, to your point, there's just so many, right, Aaron? So many endpoints into an organization mm-hmm. where these types of hacks can can occur so um i don't know you know w- when you think about the infrastructure security operation centers right SOCs, i guess that's the big word where or, or, or our acronym in this case where all these organizations have these operation centers around or, you know just security period mm-hmm. whether it's a, a couple of individuals or a whole department if your if your uh, organization is big enough dude to me that just seems like it's not going away in the sense that a there's a massive organization or a massive uh, amount of resources around it today. Number two, I don't know. These, you know, cyber hackers feel like they're always going to be looking for the next the next, next big score yeah the next right what's the mm-hmm. next zero day mm-hmm. you know what where where can i exploit something that's going to make me uber rich a type of i don't that's not going away the incentive is there right mm-hmm. so not until we do revolutionary maybe web 3 is going to be it where we get into blockchain technology and you can't uh, maybe it's um oh, what's the next computing oh sorry the, quantum, uh, quantum. Yeah. maybe quantum computing is going to thwart uh and, and become the ultimate security i don't know hmm. what do you think Yep. Nope.
2: Don't. That, I, it's, it's, I didn't mean yeah. to hey, mic I thought, drop. I thought there.
0: we were answering all the questions here. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so I just pose more questions. <laughs> thin, right. th- yeah. th- thin, clients solve, thin clients solve the world problems. Oh, they do. There you thin go. Yeah, do. yeah.
1: it does. Mm. So there, there's the answer. Yep. Does LG have that product?
2: Oh, absolutely. That, <laughs> absolutely that, yeah. That's why. Aaron, that's why Aaron's here today. <laughs> Please enjoy this paid sponsorship by Aaron Edison. <laughs> Take it away, Aaron. <laughs> Take it away, Aaron. Yeah.
3: Hit that fast forward oh, button 30 man. seconds three times <laughs> and we're bad. back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have seen, we have
4: seen, you know, uh, the Gardner VCC data which shows, you know, box types, PC towers, those type of things going the opposite direction of a mobile thing client, right? Mm. Uh, the laptop, because you can take it in and take it anywhere. Let the data follow the person, not the person have to go to that terminal or this terminal to get their information. Uh, and, and that's the most secure environment that an IT manager wants, right? They want that space so that they can contain it all behind their firewalls in their bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, yeah. a yeah.
2: Star Trek oh, reference. Yeah.
4: Star Trek reference. That was
0: a pre, pre-recorded <laughs> pre reference. Yeah. 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 That we
4: know of, it was still recorded.
2: Well, that's true. true. Uh,
0: Probably not in the actual pod episode, let's put it that way. But, um,
2: if you want to learn April, about that, I don't know. Yeah, you know. April Fool's edition coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> All the outtakes.
4: <laughs> in October,
2: yeah. <laughs> in October.
1: So how locked down are you guys personally? Do you have, like, uh, on your devices, do you have, like, you know, personalized uh, security and stuff like that?
3: Or wants to know in case like a personal wants to VPN or, or something, yeah, like yeah. a
4: personal VPN stuff like that. Do you guys utilize that? I, is that I don't have that, but I mean, that's that's one way to get around all of that mm-hmm. um, earlier AI tracking because mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do it with that, right? Right. right, right. Um, yeah. But I also like the feature. What we were talking about earlier, not to talk about it again, but I, I want help. Yeah. You know, I got so much yep. other stuff yeah, on my yeah. mind. You know, right. I wanna, yeah. Whatever, you don't want to so. have to deal with this,
1: right? Right. I and mean, this is just one of those. I'm not looking
4: things. up nefarious things, right? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it, it is one of those things that's really annoying when it comes around because, yeah. you know, yeah. we've all known of companies, been probably pretty close to companies that have gone through some type of cyber, you know, hack or some kind of uh, ransomware, which is right. just, mm-hmm. like, ridiculous, right? Here's here's my take on ransom, you know, any company that does that. It, it's any company that or any entity that shuts down a company, right, for a period of time and, you know... Obviously, demand some type of compensation for them to get back up and running. That's analogous to like them hiring a militia to go in and storm a headquarters physically, right? Yeah. And and shut it down. What would we do if, as a society, if that happened? Like if somebody knocked down the doors of XYZ Corporation, you know, with with guns a blazing and said, Hey, we're not leaving here until you give me $4 million. I mean, it's like we call the military, we'd call, right? We'd shut it down. But in cybersecurity, it's like, uh, we just roll over and, well, uh, what's this going to cost? And now we assume it into the cost of doing business, right? We just right. assume that the company's going to get hacked at some point in time and we've got an insurance policy against that. And or we well, just raise prices. is that company? crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It, if if it's, the hackers it, getting out ahead of, of
3: everything I, I else guess. is the problem. They're
0: yeah. smarter than the rest of us and they're getting this done first. And I don't, we're that all, always perplexes me. Up, you know? Yeah, it
1: always perplexes me when you can, you know, hackers can literally shut down a business. One of our competitors got shut down. And yeah. it's like, you feel bad. It's like, it's oh, my the am Yes, are they making more money on? off of doing that than they would just get a legitimate job and you putting their skills to use? <laughs> that's
0: probably a sad thing. <laughs> All
4: you know? they need is one payday, dude. Yeah. You know, I can do a lot with $4 million. That's
1: I don't know. That's have... a good point,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: that, that's, I mean, this, this is not a conspiracy podcast, right? No. <laughs> but, no, but it's not, right. how, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a new kind of storytellers thing with this Constantinople in Fort Lanyan, and Fort Lania, and we were talking about it earlier with the Waltham Watch Company, which is, there's an interesting book out there called Disturbing Time, mm. uh, or Disrupting Time, I'm sorry, by uh, Aaron Stark. And he talks about how the watch industry in, in America was the most powerful and the most popular. It was, you know, hitting all the cylinders correctly. And that the Swiss came over and stole the information, took it back. Well, that's corporate espionage, right? Mm-hmm. That happened right. over a period of time. Is that are those hackers being kind of you know, put in play, by competition to kind yeah, of stop things be. from happening. Who knows? You'd have to ask the hackers, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, there's... And they're
0: really open about that kind of stuff, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You just buy them a pint and they'll sit you down. Should like, just
3: yeah. email. You should just
4: email them. They'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll respond. They'll respond. <laughs> um, Tell them you're a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like we should pick a different African country. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We probably should at this point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: like, um, or you know, we'll,
0: say an American prince or something. I don't know. You know, <laughs> just an American dummy. <laughs> that seems just okay. as viable. My like, brother-in-law Greg hey, needs just, fifty bucks. Yeah, yes. Hey, hey! I just got a surgical procedure. I'm going bankrupt. Oh, no! Wait, that's GoFundMe. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> that's an actual real thing.
0: Never mind.
4: I forgot my train of thought, but that's all right. <laughs> Sorry. Good stuff.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I I do agree on this whole conversation, especially when it comes to cybersecurity. This idea of the the security aspect being something that we all need, we have to get involved with it somehow. To your point, Dean, mm-hmm. I think that maybe we, maybe you know, there it's more starting to get more homegrown, and we've got to figure out how to fold into that in some way. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not sure where this goes as far as like you know vars are concerned, because I feel like there's still a lot of untread water here. Where mm. you know, I, I think at the end of the day, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Is like. Make sure that the partners you're working with, whether it's an ISV vendor, whatever, that they have a grasp of how security works and that it's baked into their solutions that they've thought this stuff through ahead of time. Because nothing's going to make you look dumber than if you go in and sell a solution and bring in some ISV that you didn't really know all that well and, like, they get yeah. hacked
2: Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Taking a two la solar in. winds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Th- exactly. The mindset exactly. of it's it's not they're not looking for me they're not coming for me it, it, and right. that it, that gets pushed yeah. back when in fact it's everyone needs to have that mindset of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it that could a, be me.
0: That is a very good point.
2: You lock your doors at night. Yeah. Why would you not? Why would you leave your your Wi-Fi? A lot unlocked. of us probably
0: have security systems, even though mm-hmm. we live in a ridiculously safe neighborhoods. You know, like we That's just right. we we do it because you know it's what we've been trained to do and. And yet, and yet, it's shocking how often we don't do it in the digital realm. So yep. that's a that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we've uh, I think we've gone deep on some of these these topics here. Uh, yes. we've we we've, uh, we've covered... solved AI future. Oh, we we solved internet security. Right. Yep. yep. Those, Those we solved nice. employee experience.
2: The me- oh the yeah. meaning of life.
1: Uh,
0: oh
2: oh oh yeah we missed yeah. out on that one. Oh no, well, that'll be at the end. Forty two. Forty two. What? Was it and isn't that the binary? Um, it wasn't forty two. Was twenty. Was it forty two? Was it forty two? Was it twenty? Checkers guide to the galaxy. Yeah. What, what was it? Twenty? Wasn't twenty one? Something. I Whatever. It forty two was the number. There was a, there was a theory where it was the binary number for asterisks, which in PC speak is all answers. Oh, that's something entirely different. So the answer to life is everything. Is everything? Oh, is asterisks? Yeah. As, yeah. So if you type in like search query, you need to find PDFs aster. Uh, yeah, yeah. asterisk.pdf, asterisk right. and it yeah. finds all PDFs. So the number in binary was just asterisks, huh. which would imply everything. So the answer to life is everything. That's there it. you go. what coin. are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what? Do we- Any, anything else you guys need? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, hunger. <not> <laughs> and we we got anything for hunger? I'm, I'm out. Of, I'm out of coffee. <laughs> so thirsty. that's actually that's yeah, 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 yeah. we're we're <laughs> right. suffering from famine, but we've swallowed others.
0: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Uh, As always, thank you so much to the sponsors of the Tech Connect podcast. You probably didn't know what you were getting into with this episode. really. Uh, uh, Thanks so much to LG for lending us Mike and Aaron for this one. We do appreciate their support of the show. Uh, Hey, if you like this podcast, if you like episodes like this, if you're like, man, I want Mike and Aaron to be on more often. These guys are entertaining. You got to tell us. You know, we we have to know. You have to tell us. (laughs) Just type it in. Put it in there. Send us a note. Send us an email, you know. Uh, But hey, it doesn't have to be just an email. (laughs) Uh, you can also leave us a review if you're listening on you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating review. Tell us what you like, don't like about the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, smash the subscribe button, all that other stuff you're supposed to do. Leave a comment. We get random, rare, rare comments occasionally on mm-hmm. YouTube videos on our channel. Mm-hmm. And they're always either someone being spammy or just some random nonsensical comment that doesn't make any sense. That's AI. That give, is. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, sure is. Yeah, I'm mm. sure Just give us. I, I want a tangible comment. I just want to say, hey, nice episode. Hey, you guys did great. Hey, I thought that was really <laughs> cool what Mike had to say about X. Hey, Dean doesn't know what he's talking about. He's babbling or something. Clearly. Like. Yeah. You know, get that John guy off the mic. He's, we're done with him. Uh, we need someone else. Bring Mike in as the new co-host. <laughs> Man, I probably I shouldn't have spoke that into it. I, what,
2: <laughs> you mentioned talking about X. I don't think we brought up Twitter. I do think we? people like oh, you. No, yeah, I think people mean, like you. Oh, do they? Okay, <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. I, I needed that affirmation. I You're appreciate
0: welcome. that. <laughs> All right, I feel better. And an April hug. <laughs> uh, and hey, as always, if you do want to connect with us, if you have topics, ideas for the show, there's always a link in the show notes. You can submit an idea for something you want to hear about. Just for doing it, we'll send you a Technic podcast. You get a free T-shirt. t-shirt. Simple as that. That's just right. just say, hey, I want to hear. I want to hear more about AI. I want another AI trilogy. Here, have a T-shirt. I don't know how I'm going to do another AI trilogy, but sure, have a T-shirt. Uh, and well, if there's you do, the prequel. Oh, oh we're going, to, are we going Star Wars now?
4: Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Hey, Is yeah, that yeah.
0: where we go back and just like talk about like s- like yes. foundational AI yeah, yes. stuff from like the Absol- 80s and the 90s? How the hell did
2: we get to here? Yeah, that's, like, that's it. And Anybody we can- else remember using Skynet for pagers? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Ooh. <right? laughs> and then you fast forward to Terminator where Skynet's yeah. the network with AI. Yeah. Yeah. The T- there you go. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, All, right. Yeah, man. All right. All
3: right.
0: On to something.
2: That. On to something.
0: I can get behind that. All right. So <laughs> send that stuff into us. If you ever want to reach out to us, you can always find us on x slash Twitter slash whatever elon names it tomorrow who knows uh, it, it's we're at tech connect pod there by the way if there's another platform that our listeners are hanging out on you know if you're into mastodon blue sky threads any of the uh, 6000 other social platforms that have popped up let us know and i'll be happy to create a, an account there and do some stuff there too uh, because i have yeah a preference the one and and always you can also reach us <laughs> by email techconnect@bluestarinc.com all right, let's wrap things up as always. <laughs> First of all, with our value to the bar, <clears throat> if you haven't told, if you haven't figured out from all the giggling, we're having fun behind the scenes here at every possible moment. Absolutely. Um, but I, I, but hey, I do need these guys to get serious.
1: Oh yeah. Because you
0: got to talk about your company now. You got to represent LG for That's a moment right. here. Yeah. So serious faces, put those on right now if you can. All right, Aaron's Aaron's got the serious face. He's already there. Mike's gonna have a little trouble with this, I think. We get hotter in here. <laughs> no, he, it's a switch for Mike. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about this. The stuff we've talked about today, when so we get into this whole, you know, where does generative AI fit into the business world in our channel, uh, employee experience, cybersecurity? How is LG helping address these topics in our channel? Um, you know, how are you helping out Vars here? You know. To, to tackle these solutions and you know these, these needs and help them find some timely solutions for their customers.
2: That's a great question. I think LG has done a tremendous job of creating displays that easily allow us to visually consume mission-critical information. Ooh, man. Oh, man. So I if you think of everything like that we talked about from cybersecurity... AI. Yep. All the data that's being created, all yep. the experiences that we're creating, we mm-hmm. visually consume our surroundings. Need dashboards, you need. Yep. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And LG creates the displays that you can consume that on. So it spans everything we talked about, the thin client laptops, the desktop displays, those super cool ultra-wides where you can surf the web on 18 different browsers at the same time. It's awesome. Uh, All the way to transparent displays that you're going to find in retail stores so you can better your shopping experience. Um, So the really cool digital signage. Hey, what gate is your flight at? LG's got that 24-7 digital signage display out there. So as, as we continue to evolve with more data, allow me to visually consume that information. I like
1: it. Aaron, talk about the what ecosystem you too, right? Uh, it's because you touched on it at the very, very, very beginning about how LG has an ecosystem of partners and things of that nature. That's what w- we preach that, oh, that yeah, you know, all the time. In order for technology no resellers var's an to be, no, Novars and Island, you need, you need that ecosystem of folks, right? And you're contacting, you're working with folks.
4: Yeah, yeah. So we. The, the, the easiest thing for us is to make sure that we have these products and these, partnership, or these partnerships and create these products together, right, mm-hmm. with the best in breed and that they're purpose-built. Having a purpose-built device for an environment is key to yeah. securing your environment To uh, and then and on top of that making the, the most out of the environment with your employees, and, uh, attracting the better talent, right, uh, keeping them, retaining them mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. by providing them the technology that they want to use. Um, or they're going to find ways around it. So, you know, doing, doing uh, bundles and products with Microsoft, Google, um, uh, all of those all those big guys uh, and providing to the market is, is what we're really focused on. Very good. Love there it. it is. There yep. you go. Yeah. Need I mean, a partnership, need an ecosystem. Exactly, yep.
0: yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. At the end of the day, you just, you know, it, all these things we've been talking about here, this stuff of generative AI, employee experience, uh, cybersecurity, these are all hot topics that your customers, your end customers, are all going to be talking about, thinking about, trying to figure out how, what, it, what it means to their business. So mm-hmm. y- you have to find partners that can help you speak to this stuff. If you're not going to speak to it yourself, if you don't quite know how to get to it, if you're not sure where you fit into all that, at least have find partners like LG that can help you speak to all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've listened to it today. You've heard these conversations. We, I mean, we've had fun stories around it, but those stories had a meaning. They had a point. They had an idea of like, hey, we understand why cybersecurity is so important because of Constantinople, for instance. We understand why employee experience is so important because of Fordlandia. It's that kind of stuff. I think I think I love stuff like that because that's great stuff to take to a client where you can tell them, like, hey, we're not... We're not having this conversation with you about because we just want you to buy this gadget. We want you to buy this display. We want you to buy this mobile computer Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to make a buck. It's because I understand why you need it. And here's why. And I've got facts and figures to back it up. I've got stories to back it up. I've got
1: contextualize. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I can contextualize
0: it. There you go. Great word. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Dean, we're back on the podcast in 2024. All right, let's wrap up, as always, with our favorite segment, What's Tech Connected with You? This is where we get to talk about something in the world of science, tech, business, innovation, just something we feel like riffing on today. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily have to do with anything else we're talking about. Aaron, I know you weren't expecting this question. Have you had any time to think about it? I can start with Mike if you need me to. Start with Mike because I haven't
2: really, uh, there's a few things going on. All right, I'll let you
0: ponder for a moment. So, Mike, what's tech connecting with you
2: right now? I think the first time we were on, I think it was talking about like space, not space travel, but like using spaceships to go from New York to Australia in 15, 20 minutes. I thought that was pretty cool. This time I'm going to go with aliens. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: All right, so where do you land on? UAPs. Yeah, exactly. Or where do, where, do, where, where, do where, where
2: do I land on? I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen one. Are they here? Or no? Are they
0: not? Do you think they're actually coming?
2: Oh yeah, oh they're here. Yeah, but I, I think the technology that's all around that. I think that's, that's huge. No. I don't. W- 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 meaning how they got here? Everything. Oh, okay. everything, <laughs> I, from from the the. the organisms the beings themselves to the technology of the ships Mm. anti-gravity anti-matter tech that stuff's awesome quantum Mm. cosmos all of it yeah i was talking with rob dorsey it um, freaks me out last night about some of this stuff and there may have been a few libations involved and we got talking to the point of you know electric vehicles versus traditional vehicles and what's more sustainable and i pulled this this card out, and I was like, We need to talk about anti gravity for motion mm. and propulsion. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, using that technology, I don't to, have the answer there, dude.
1: Oh yeah. man. But in order to we, believe we, in aliens, you have to suspend your belief of everything we know to be physics today thermodynamics and all that kind of good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct. Okay. So it's like it.
0: yeah, your point. <laughs> I'm I've just suspended. saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, things that we don't. Or, yeah. Okay. Obviously, if it was possible then and known you're today we are anything, the scientific would. method as well, right? Are you going to go there?
0: Yeah, all
2: right, there you go. So anyway, go ahead. Mike's yeah.
0: going to teleport out at the end of this podcast.
2: <laughs> like, if, it, if it was stuff that we knew about now, we would be doing it. Like we would, I wouldn't have well, a layover in Detroit that I have to stop uh, at McDonald's no at tomorrow. See, it's right all outside about of Mike gate A37. For any of those traveling through DDW... Fantastic. Crew. So, yeah. so
0: are you? So, are you of the mind that like we've we've actually had access to alien tech and it's been incorporated in some of our technology? Like, do you believe? I, that? I
2: would say that I'm of the camp that would believe that that is a possibility. Okay. Okay. I think the secret is buried in the
4: Amazon. Ah. <laughs> <Portlandia>. Yes. <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> no, I mean that's using weird. lidar and CIDR now to see how massive their, their culture was.
1: I think mm-hmm. you mean that's mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
2: Brazil, yeah. July, January twentieth. 1980s,
1: 1997, something
2: like that. Oh, what happened? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Different story? No, oh, it's I like, say, it, it, yeah. I, yeah. Once upon a, a time, a fin, I was
0: yeah. I was a UFO nut when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. there was a period of time, probably from like, I don't know, four through, let's say, freshman year or so, that I just consumed every single UFO book and story, and
2: that <laughs> cool. was all, all maybe about that's, that stuff. Maybe, that maybe that all the, the recent thought. topics of it coming up, that it just, it's reignited my yeah. childhood. Yeah, I can say yes. yes. that yeah. yes. Love of... I'm, I'm dubious, but yes. I'm
0: also kind of like, man, this stuff is just fun to talk about, too. So, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Aaron. You thought of something? What's tech connecting with you? Uh,
4: I'm struggling with something. So, Dean uh, so and I sh- can oh, do we'll, ours. We'll answer. To come it. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need your guys' opinion.
3: Go for okay, it. Okay. Okay. Uh,
4: I'm trying to decide if I need to come into the future with a new toothbrush. Mm. yeah, oh, right. okay. Yeah. So what's I'm, the I'm tech old a sonic care type thing? You know, back a... and forth hand. Yep. Yeah, Works yeah. just fine, mm-hmm. right? Right, 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 But everybody I see I was on a on a boys trip this past weekend to uh Oregon mm. and all my buddies had electric toothbrushes and I was like <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, you,
4: know, you still I mean you still have to do a lot of work even with the electric. It's just kinda of spinning on its so own. So what's mm. the benefit?
1: What what What's the benefit well, to, a, I mean, to an electric toothbrush? I, I don't toothbrush? use
0: one, so I don't know. Have like, okay.
1: you guys use
4: an electric toothbrush? Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, it, like you can't operate as fast as that thing can move. It's, it's all about head speed, right? Like, but, but if
4: you go too hard, isn't that bad on your well, gums?
1: No, 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 no. Don't worry about that because it stops if you go too hard. There's technology in the toothbrush. Like, See what I'm saying? If you press too hard, it okay. just it stops vibrating. So Interesting. it's got your back there. There's some technology there, dude.
2: Now, yeah. So I, I've exclusively used say- analog toothbrushes. I have <laughs> not had a cavity. So if the desired outcome of an electric toothbrush is to have good coral. Yeah, oral- I, don't,
0: I don't know that there's a one-to-one correlation. There. I've
2: never had a cavity, and every single one of my buddies has. Ooh, oh snap yeah. so you know, who, dean are you a user to, of electric toothbrushes yes i have been for the last in the past two years two years how many cavities have you had none none
1: Whoa, let's not go there because i have the world's worst teeth in the world so it doesn't, yeah, I it doesn't I matter I,
0: again i don't know that it has anything to do with the toothbrush right, right. now i yeah, will yeah. say i have the soft i'm thing. not using the electric toothbrush my wife has one i mean she you know, hasn't like you know been like screaming for the rooftops about it necessarily i will say i am an evangelist for the water pick though
3: Oh, oh, I see? love
0: really? that thing. And it's one of those things that even my dentist is like kind of recognize. Like, you know, they're like, oh, man, you've done a really good job like cleaning up the back <laughs> of your teeth. Like, you must floss pretty hardcore. I'm like, "Nope, I do not. Does no, it st- hurt? No strings back there. No, not really. I mean, you can there's like settings for how powerful the. Jet, oh, OK. You know, can be. I love it. I love that thing, man. It's one of those things like you do it. I know some people like don't like it because they think it's too messy. Because you have to kind of like, you know, be like leaned over your sink when you're doing it because you're kind of like keeping your mouth open and letting the water fall. It sounds disgusting to talk about. It does. But then you use it and you see how much stuff comes out from your yes, teeth right. that you're not getting from flossing or brushing. Yes, and I'm just yes, like, all yes. right, I'm on board with this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: so yeah. they're bringing the dental experience at the office to the home slowly. When, yeah. When will mm-hmm. they bring in laughing gas to the home? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sitting, that's what I wanted. I mean, if you find right. a connection
0: well. to like a dental supply, you know, company, maybe you can do.
2: coming up on bedtime, better start my routine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: be right there, honey. Oh, man.
3: All I, right. Got, I got All the right.
2: happy go
1: between for you, Aaron, though. You yep. ever heard of uh, Simone Gertz? Who, the queen of yeah, shitty yeah, yeah. robots? Yeah. No. So she created the first robot that she created was a normal toothbrush on a hel- uh, like a hat or a helmet or whatever. And then an arm came down that articulated the brushing moment
4: for you. Wasn't that in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the, the Kids? Uh, or Honey, Maybe. I Shrunk the Ourselves? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You can look it up. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or yeah, 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 Every Gremlin's piece of technology like he, always... he created, I want in my house, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as <laughs> <Nice> it was. <laughs> my, as it was. My son just drinking yeah. yeah. <laughs> <shrink> the kids. Just drink the kids. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! Oh, good stuff. All right, Dean. What's technically you right Are you now? guys convinced that Big Brother is listening?
2: Always. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, here's here's well, someone is. Even mean worse, brother, I even worse I like my Zuckerberg. brother. We were talking about AI modeling and and hacking. Well, researchers have de- developed deep learning AI models capable of acoustic hacking, with the ability to recreate passwords from the sound of your keyboard as oh, you're typing. Man. So there you go. So if you're on Zoom, right? All the all these researchers needed, by the way, was about thirty six. Well. Of the 36 keys, they just needed you to press them 25 different times, and then now they know the sound signature of every single letter and recorded what you were doing, and now they can hack you. So I need a silent keyboard. There you go. Just based on the acoustics, but it's predicated of top, you know. off of baselining the sounds. You've got to like baseline get- the sounds. That's right. That's right. But if you're on his, well, so the, 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 what they said is, you know, if you're on a Zoom call and you're typing at the same time, you know, they, they have applications that listen and then it's doing the screen record at the same time. So there are two things: it's listening to your audio and it's, you know. Hmm. Capturing what's happening on screen, but all they need is a little bit of information, and now they know when you hit the A key. Well, turn this off, is what turn the a key a camera. Every time you like. So now a we're doing in. now
4: we're doing some code breaking. All you have to do is pull the keys <laughs> off and switch <laughs> around and relearn your keyboard. <laughs>
2: there you go. Yeah, Quortzy. I don't. We're, I Quarty. yeah, Think yeah, of the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boom. I go right with D S A F L. Yeah. So there you go. There's <laughs> hey, the there's another reason on these Macs to use this nice is why we touch suppose, ID. This is why we need it. to have rails. <laughs> <Get back.
3: laughs> oh All man. So there you that's go. Interesting. Get back yeah. on rails. I thought that I mean, was. I guess scary, it's no different
0: back in the day. The digital keypad, like I mean, usually yeah. like right. a, yeah. always had a different tone. Like yep. you know, one, two, three had different yep. tones. Yep. And you could listen to that and figure out numbers from that too. Mm. So. That's right. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. It's
1: just a more wow. sophisticated way of decrypting
2: wow. what you're doing. Acoustic yeah. hacking. Okay. Acoustic hacking. There you go.
1: Uh, all so, right.
2: So, so answer that one. Autofill. Yeah. Autofill passwords or multi-factor authentication. Oh, what, what? What? Yeah. Like if I, I use, if I have I my like, thumbprint or I have yeah, an yeah, authenticator yeah. code. Yeah. I need. Yeah. Enter, enter your six-digit Microsoft like Hello. I like Chrome. I like Chrome. Yeah. Oh, Microsoft by. Hello. Yeah. I let Chrome mm. keep most of my passwords, mm-hmm. and
0: I also have plenty of stuff, too, where, like, on my Mac, I can use the Touch, the yes. Touch ID. Yeah. Yes. For
2: Face ID is great. There's not many times but, I'm actually typing them in anymore. Yeah, I, it's very rarely that I actually type in a password. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting. Good. But, that's go. a good one. But we all know one, the though. accountants out there.
1: and <laughs> <laughs> Again. And the people in operations <laughs> that are opening emails and just
2: hacking away on their keyboard. they got that's the right? Post-it notes with their passwords <laughs> all right on the side of their monitor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, I'm just gonna say imagine oh, if we just paid hackers a reasonable salary. <laughs> they could probably solve half the world's problems just by directing them at good
4: stuff, you know? Yeah, that's right. right. There you go. Yep. White well, we hat hackers. It's the thrill. <laughs> there it's there the thrill again. Go. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's a good point. There's not it's not as exciting to solve world hunger when you can get no. four million dollars by, you know, crippling a hospital, I yes, guess. That's you know, right, that's great. Yeah. 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 Let's uh, start right. connecting with you, John. So we talked a little bit about electric vehicles earlier. At some point, I think we were mentioning some stuff about that. Mm. And, uh, and Ford, also in particular, let's get back to Ford here. So uh, Ford, you know, they're not making necessarily going to make you do any square dancing to drive an electric vehicle. <laughs> However, apparently, they recently filed for a applied for a patent on a system that could be used to con- uh, that could use connected car technology to better aid in vehicle repossession.
1: Oh, repo man! Yes, so he's getting an upgrade. Got here's,
0: it. Here's what this includes. Um, so they're talking about you know a variety of procedures for you know repoing cars when payments are delinquent, or to like encourage mm-hmm. you know people to make their payments. <laughs> Those include from this. This is from a Verge article. Sending messages to the owner's smartphone of the vehicle or the vehicle itself. Simplistic there. That's easy. Locking drivers out entirely. Yeah. Disabling functions like air conditioning.
1: They, oh, see that. This is where our, I thought you were. going to
0: Our gonna world go. is burning, so That's you know, right. let's turn off your air conditioning. Isn't this That's you
1: hey, you're 15 days late, well, no All-Star AC. Yeah, you're
0: going kind to of do some stuff like yeah. that, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. Geofending drivers. Mild inconveniences.
2: <laughs> Your car's going to chime every 15 seconds so you pay this bill, sir. <laughs>
0: exactly. Dude, or, or it only puts it on the station uh, of like the worst music that you hate. Yes we, yes. we understand you hate country music. Here's so, all day, every day yeah. country blared. Bubble like, gun you know, pop Fifteen. Yeah.
2: Here are square dancing videos. Uh, Your so blinker <laughs> chime is now an air horn.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so the other options: <laughs> geofencing drivers to only operate within a certain time oh, or man. set area, so yeah. they can still get to work. So they won't keep you from that. And in one especially harrowing example, enabling an autonomous car to just drive itself to an impound lot or a junkyard if the car's market value is determined to be below a certain threshold.
1: Nice. So Ford is putting a lot of thought into this. And God this. forbid if you're in the car at that point in time. What? What? what where's the car going? <laughs> I feel like Chat ChatGPT wrote that. Would that. Awesome. that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that came over. Yo, chat GPT oh, wrote man. that. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So yeah.
0: So that so that could be That's a little tra- bit of a downside to the electric
1: car. And Golly, to the, uh, the how frustrating car. would that be? People I would know. just beat up their cars, is what, what would oh, happen. Yeah. Like if yeah. I got in my car and it said, sorry, you're 10 days delinquent, no AC,
4: no whatever. My that, car that, starts
0: that, driving just, off, I'm just, just chasing <laughs>
4: that comes that's oh
0: the, no, not again!
4: And you, <laughs> it's now a, a, a hundred billion and one mm-hmm. asset to yeah. yes yeah. Yes.
0: And like, yes we all know we live in a in a hyper gun culture here in america i could just see people running down the street with their ak-47 just, just <laughs> in the, the so car going right. down their own
2: car yeah oh take away my oh, ac man. do you <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Nobody's that, getting this thing. <laughs> that is what's second connecting with us. Uh, Mike Satura, Aaron Addison, thank you guys so Thanks, much boys. for joining us today. This thank has been you. an absolute amount of Thanks, fun. Guys. I appreciate it. Uh, until next time, we do have to unplug. But, um,
4: yeah, uh, you
0: know, pay- make a car payment, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> reminded me. Tip your waiters
2: and waitresses.
4: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Capital One.
0: <laughs> make, make, your, make your payments. Uh, maybe think about how you're typing your passwords. And, and as always, folks, please stay Technic Podcast is brought to you by Pivo. Looking for the kind of displays that stand out and help entice and engage customers?
1: Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's all about, isn't
0: it? Though, I mean, enticing. Why would why would you want a display for anything other than enticement and engagement?
1: (laughs) Like to. to, throw people away or yeah. disgust them so that they just <laughs> run away. Run away! Run away! No. I no. mean, I,
0: I mean, I guess maybe if you're like a, you know, stay off my lawn kind of person, maybe, you know, you <laughs> you could be up for that. <laughs> right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, if you are looking for that, look no further than Elo's large format interactive digital signage. With size options from 32 to 65 inches, Elo offers touchscreens that add brilliant interactive canvases to any environment with sleek, slim designs built to withstand the rigors of continuous commercial use. You got stand up to that continuous scale, commercial use. Absolutely.
1: We can't be using the... Yeah, right?
0: Exactly. Now, we know ELO prides itself on modularity and choice for any kind of... True. So here are just a few of the options available with these large formats. PCAP or infrared touch technology, anti-friction glass. You know, I've talked about this before. So mm. you, don't to, you don't want to burn you don't your fingers set no, no, a right? fire, yeah. you know, because you're swiping so hard. Uh, <laughs> touch through capability. So if you need to put like a pane of glass over oh, top of it. Oh yes. Can still yeah, yeah, yeah. 4K options. Nice. uh Computer modules and Edge Connect peripherals. We love that. Boom. Edge stuff love too. the peripherals. Yep. Now Elo backs this up with minimum three-year warranties and optional on-site exchange if service is needed. Check the link in the shows to browse the options, specs, and buy now. The Technic Podcast is also brought to you by Zebra. Dean, it pays to partner with Zebra. Ooh, does it now? I, I don't I don't know if I've seen a check from them recently. No, you yeah, haven't. What am I talking about? I've got a job here. At yeah, Polestar, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the They're check you sponsoring mean. this podcast yeah. that I get to do. So Zebra does every pay. Week. So there yes, it does pay to partner with Zebra, but it pays you, our bars, to partner with Zebra as well. Join the Sell and Win Club incentive program to be recognized and rewarded for your individual sales performance. You'll accumulate points for eligible sales transactions, which you can redeem for exciting rewards from Zebra's extensive rewards catalog. All right, some of these rewards include merchandise, mm-hmm. gift cards, mm-hmm. experiences. Nice. I want to. I want to know more about experience. Right. So yeah. What kind of experiences can I get? Uh, educational resources and much more. So there are other great opportunities available to earn even more points in the Sell and Win Club, such as attending live training webinars, taking advantage of special promotions, participating in the Zebra Customer Reference Program, and more. Ooh. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more about how to get started or reach out to your Blue Star Zebra BDL.